Have you ever had an experience in your life where you were beyond words, that you could not describe what you had just experienced? For some people, I think nature can offer us that opportunity as we look at a beautiful sunset over the waterways, or maybe it's to see a beautiful landscape of mountains, to be at the Grand Canyon or wherever it might be, and that we've had such a profound experience that we can't articulate it, we can't really share it, but we've had it. Maybe it's also going to an art museum and looking at one of the great masterpieces of art and to just marvel at the hand of the artist who painted that painting or image, to be at a loss for words. This can also be a disposition in the spiritual life, to be at a loss for words where God has revealed his goodness to us in such a powerful way that we simply can't describe it that it's beyond explanation. A lot of people who go on retreats, and for our young people, if they, if they have gone on a tech or a Steubenville or a, a mission trip, or maybe for adults who have gone on Koyania or on Curcio, they might know this experience, kind of a mountaintop experience, where this encounter with God was so profound you want to share it with everyone, but you don't know how to share it. But there comes a particular moment, though, that you're on this spiritual high, on this mountaintop, but you have to come back down. You have to go from the sublime and return back into what is ordinary, to everyday life. And that's what happens to Peter, James, and John in our gospel today that they have such a great experience of God, of Jesus, and of hearing the Father's voice saying, this is my chosen Son, listen to Him. To have been able to hear Jesus as He conversed with Moses and with Elijah about what was to come. To enter into that cloud, to experience the mystery. They were at a loss for words, because that's what Luke tells us that as they came down the mountain, they fell silent. And they didn't share the experience with anyone. They were silent. When all throughout the scriptures, people have had mountaintop experiences where they've encountered God, they've always had to come back down, just like Peter, James, and John did. And in our gospel, we heard about two of the people from the Old Testament, Moses and Elijah. And both of them had mountaintop experiences in their life. That they went up the top of a mountain, they encountered God, and then they had to come back down. For Moses, it's in the book of Exodus, where it's recorded that he goes up Mount Sinai, and there he communicates with God. And he receives the tablets of the Ten Commandments. And he's there and he converses with God day after day. But there comes a moment where God withdraws his presence from that mountain and Moses has to come back down. He goes from the sublime into the ordinary and as he enters back into his everyday life, he sees that the people had molded a calf and now they've started to worship it. That they've they're living lives that are contrary to the commandments he had just received. 
And so as he comes down the mountain, he slams the commandments to the ground and breaks them. Because he had such a powerful experience of God, he didn't know how to return to the world to see the things that he saw. For Elijah, also in our gospel today, in the first book of Kings, it records that Elijah goes up Mount Carmel, and he calls together these false prophets of Baal, one of the gods that people had been worshiping. And it's on the top of this mountain that Elijah challenges them and says, show me the power of your God. And so the prophets of Baal begin to call down the power of God, of their God, but to no avail. And, Mo- and Elijah begins to mock them and says to them, maybe your God is asleep, maybe if you yell just a little louder. But to no avail, the God of Baal didn't manifest his greatness. And so Elijah calls down the power of God, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. And the burnt offering is offered and God manifests his power to him. So Elijah experiences the grandeur of God. He goes from the sublime and returns then, going down the mountain into the ordinariness of life. It's in the very next chapter that Elijah prays for death. Perhaps because he's had this experience. And now he doesn't know how to continue to live afterwards. You see, all of us gathered here today are like these people in our scriptures, like Moses and Elijah and Peter, James and John. We're all climbing a mountain. For us right now, that mountain is the season of Lent as we continue our Lenten sacrifices and discipline. But also as we gather here in this church for Mass, we're ascending a mountain as well. A lot of the saints taught that the Mass is a representation of Calvary, that it's the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross offered once again. And that's what Lent brings us to. It brings us to Good Friday. But we have it here right now, that as bread will be offered on this altar and the words of consecration, this is my body, will be raised then. That's Jesus saying, this is my body given for you. And the chalice filled with wine will be taken and offered and consecrated and elevated. This is my blood poured out for you. It's Jesus on the cross saying, I give myself to you. So Jesus has to go up Mount Calvary and everything that we do in this Mass leads us to that moment of consecration, of encounter with God atop our own spiritual mountain. But afterwards, we have to come back down, just like the people in the scriptures did. And what does that mean? It means that we have to be changed. We have to allow God to change our hearts and our minds this day as we come down that mountain. Because for Moses and Elijah and Peter, James and John, God withdrew his presence and they had to return to the ordinariness of life. But we have something different. That our God wants to feed us. That God comes to be a part of us. And so we take God within us out into the world. That's how God begins to change us as we come down the mountain. So that then we can change other people by the way we live our lives. 
So this season of Lent, we truly do journey with Jesus. And maybe there will be times where we are speechless at what God has done in our lives or what God is doing right now in our hearts. So we journey with Jesus to Calvary, but then even He will come down from Calvary, be placed in the tomb, and He'll rise from the dead. After climbing the mountain, there's always hope that we can have that experience once again. What we have here today, that encounter with God, let us take that into our lives and change the world.